tacos, Modelo, friends and family. Um, I had some good buddies of mine on the podcast for episode three, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So check it out. What is up? What is up, everybody? This is Beer and Bullshit, episode three, and I'm here with a dear friend of mine and a very special guest, Chris Chapman, everybody. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Pretty good, bro. What is up, my man? How you been? Man, pretty good, man. I can't complain. Should I just got this restaurant trying to make everything flow, man. It's It's been a little crazy since all this stuff's been going on, but, you know, we're trying to make it just like everybody else, you know? Yeah, and for um, just for the listeners, Chris had um, I had the pleasure of getting a tour of his uh, restaurant. Uh, it's a very fine spot. Uh, they just upgraded. So you guys have been here for how long? Uh, it's been roughly about three, maybe four weeks now. Um, we were actually we were open for about five or six months prior. Uh, we actually started off in like a little gas station, believe it or not. You know, we start off there just trying to see if maybe this could work. Yeah. Um, sure enough, you know, thank God. I guess it's because I grew up in this city or something. I don't know. But <laughs> next thing you know, like we noticed the numbers were going good. The response was good. People loved our food. They loved us. You know, and we just kind of kept going and going. And uh, sure enough, like I said, we've been open for about five, maybe six months now. And within those six months, man, we finally decided to just go all in and give it a try. Yeah. Know? So now we and moved to this restaurant. What I've noticed, man, just online is you guys are just like, I don't know if y'all like y'all have taken classes for marketing, but you guys' marketing <laughs> is <laughs> it's like spot on, bro. Like no, I'll, I'll see, it. I'll see the ads or the the posts. You know, for La Shula, and it's just super good. Like, every, it's just eye-catching. Like, the food looks delicious, but just to add copy itself, it's, right. it's catchy. You I know what I'm saying? So, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's one of them things, man. Honestly, like, yes, I do do a lot of it myself, but yeah. if it wasn't for my wife, man, I wouldn't know how to do half this stuff, dude. You know? Like, <laughs> she is the one. She's done between, what was it, the radio station, the... Yeah basically a news broadcaster whatever you want to call it you know so like she knows what to do and how to yeah. grab people's attention you know so like i basically took her advice and just kind of ran with it you know and of course we're still not perfect yet we're still growing we're still learning yeah you know but it has been very good and it's really been a blessing so far you know yeah and just you know knowing you for however long we've known each other a very long time uh, what sparked like uh, this particular type of restaurant? Was it her? Was it just like you like the food? Or well, we actually, to be honest, it's a funny story, man. We <laughs> we actually sat around the house on the porch one night drinking, yeah. and uh, we just kind of kept talking, throwing ideas out on what we want to do with our lives, what we wanted to achieve. Yeah. And she asked me what my dream was. And I told her I wanted to be a basketball coach, or I wanted to own my own restaurant. Well, all of a sudden, she like had this like. <gasps> Type moment, you know, like, she's uh-huh. like, oh, <laughs> shit, I, I want to own my own restaurant, too. Oh, you know? man. Yeah, <laughs> so that's we cool. We sat there, and we talked for a couple hours, and like, you know what? Fuck it. We got a little bit of money. Let's let's go ahead and try it. Yeah, know? let's try it with luck. You know, so we tried it, and like I told you a minute ago, we just one thing led to another, and it's been a blessing, man. We just were all in, and it's going great so far, man. Yeah, and the food, food looks delicious, man. It, it does, so... I appreciate it, man. Yeah, if you guys don't mind me asking, like, how did y'all meet? <laughs> uh, so we actually met at Granger. Man. Okay. We were both selling cars over there. Yeah. You know, and, uh, who, was, who was selling the most? 
Me. Portland's <laughs> <laughs> her partner. <laughs> we was number one. They were number one, man. He's, really? Her her old partner she used to be with is uh, Jimmy Placencia. He's actually he's still number one over there. He's yeah. doing a great job, you know. Everybody over there is actually good. I made a lot of good friends. Yeah. Uh, my cousin actually worked there. Um, I met a guy named Tony. He was a great guy. Uh, of course, my best friend CJ Wagner. He's yeah. still there. Nice. You know, so like they had a lot of good people, but uh, yeah, I can't lie. Jimmy was he was the top dog. Man. <laughs> he was the man. Huh? <laughs> he was the top dog. She was working with him, and uh, like I said, I was over there. She started maybe two, three weeks before me. Yeah. And I kept seeing her, man. I was like, man. I like her, man. Look at her. Man. She looks good, man. She's she a little hustler, huh? <laughs> she, she can work. She, yeah. can, she looks good. She can cook. She can work. She can... I didn't know you could cook yet. I didn't know you could cook. But, you know, but it, it was just something. I was like, man, CJ, man, I, I kind of want to talk to her, man. Yeah. Man. So next thing you know, I literally offered her Dairy Queen. Oh, <laughs> nice. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as I offered ice cream, like, I kind of said a little couple words. And we started talking and... Next thing you know, like I said, we're here now. Just to the records, when I started dating yeah. him, I don't speak English, so that's something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he you, can understand everything I say, and other people can't. Uh, it's so. okay though. But you said you've been speaking just for the people listening. You've been speaking mm-hmm. English for how long? One year. Said so that that's impressive though. I mean, English is hard to learn. It's so hard. It's yeah. really hard to learn, and, it, and your English is good. Which is hard to learn. Yeah. It's super hard yeah it's, it, it takes the willpower you know what i'm saying you had the willpower really to learn you know what i'm saying you guys you met have to want. so i mean you obviously love the shit out of them because it you know that willpower <laughs> you know to, to learn english the first person who say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is though, man. learning any language is incredibly hard yeah you know so like for her she did know some english obviously or else we couldn't communicate at all yeah you know but she didn't know a whole lot but ever since we met man like her english English went from here to here. Yeah. And a very, very quick amount yeah. of time. You know. That's solid. Okay, so you guys met at Granger, right? You go on the Dairy Queen uh, date. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, you know, after a few months or weeks or months, uh, and you guys get together, you just, you, do you guys both quit Granger, decide to open up? No, so um, actually, she stayed, you know, and I was there for a little while, even. Even after we were talking and stuff, and we tried to keep it on the low, so everybody yeah. didn't know, yeah. we didn't lose our job that, or nothing. Hard. Just real, real discreet, yeah. I mean, I don't know him. I don't know who he is. And I but I mean, that's the, way, that's the way you want to do it, though, you know, yeah. because you're right. still figuring each other out. Yeah. You don't want the world figuring to know that. Yeah. We don't want to lose our jobs. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so we we kept it on the low for a while, but in the end, like I actually decided, you know what, I'm gonna go back for instrumentation. I only mm-hmm. had one year left. Let me go back, get my degree. You know, if we're going to be serious and I'm going to have my son, her kids, I got to be able to make some more money. For sure. You know, and I don't need just possible money. I need guaranteed money. Right. So I started going back for instrumentation. And actually, shout out to Chris Stacy, one of my best friends. I started working at Cricket just as a part-time job, get some extra gas yeah. money, going to school. You know, and like I told you a minute ago, it was, I was there and we had that that night when we were on the porch we started talking and oh yeah yeah that's right you know next thing you know we just we both agreed hey we want a restaurant let's try it it honestly was not supposed to even be this yeah it was supposed to be just me working there yeah we were gonna just make a little extra money selling some tacos and burritos yeah i get through school and then we're done yeah 
Well, as soon as we started, man, like the first Friday, the remember? very the very first day, yeah, mm-hmm. called like, traction. Man, we, huh? we started. We were busy. <laughs> now we promoted ahead of time. You yeah. Know? Um, like I said, thank God she knows her marketing and stuff. I know? asked for my day off on Friday to start the restaurant, right? Because yeah. I'm supposed to cook for him and just leave everything there and he continue with everything. Yeah. So the very next day he was like, you need a quick because, quick because <laughs> this is not going to be. Like, I can't do it on my yeah. Right, this isn't part time. Like yeah. we gotta take this on full yeah. time now. So that yeah. day, it's been one I day, like, bro. That's crazy. One well, you day. know what? I remember going to y'all's uh like the, the brand's uh Facebook page and maybe this was the first day, like y'all had like a whole like promo deal going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all were giving away like prizes and stuff, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it just it, it looks cool, you know. I hate it, I hate it that really I missed is. it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because well, that, that, that looks pretty cool. Everything was going I on. I used to work for a radio station and we used to have many remote controls. Yeah. So that was my thing. It's like just it's a way to bring people attention to right. It is. It's it's a way to get your attention. It's a way to get people in. But at the same exact time, as much as it helps us, it's a way for us to give back. Right. You know, because we are nothing without our customers. We are nothing without our people. They are who makes us. And that's why every time somebody walks through the door, I treat them like their family. Yeah. Every one of us. We smile. We greet you. We thank you for coming. Because we truly appreciate your business. Yeah. You didn't have to choose to come to us. You could have chose to go to La Cantina or Mikasa or Casole or but Taco you Bell. But stopped here. But you came to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I am truly grateful that y'all chose me. And I will always be like that. That's I don't care how here. big we get. Yeah. If you were here, you have to smile all the time because the people don't care about your problems. So yeah. as you cross that door... You leave your problems out. And see, I think that's that's what makes you guys stand out, like, uh, you know, uh, next to other places. I won't just say restaurants. But you have, like, the mar- marketing expert, if you will, you know. <laughs> but you also have, like, a super family, uh, family-oriented person. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you're family-oriented as well. But, like, you know, so it just it goes together. Mm-hmm. You know it what I'm does. saying? Because it's not just about making money with you guys. No. You it's want not. every person to walk out with a smile on their face. And you know exactly. what I'm saying? Getting the freshest ingredients and food, you know what I'm saying? They come in, they get what they need to get, they feel great, you know, the place is great, you feel great being here, you walk out with a smile on your face. Exactly. It's fantastic. You to know? be honest, this is not about money. I mean, if coming with, it's perfectly fine, yeah. but it's, <laughs> this is not about money. Right. This yeah. is about family, this is about uh, serving service to the community right we love that part and i think that's exactly why you guys' business is taking off it's this is why it took off on the very first day right because you guys are super genuine you know what i'm saying so and that's like we talked earlier you know like yes i do know a lot of people around here you know and i'm not trying to say anything but i don't know too many people that can say anything bad about me i'm one of those people that i truly care about people and i care how you think and how you feel and i want to make people happy yeah you know at the end of the day Nobody knows when their last day is. Nah. I, my last day could be tomorrow, but I know at the bottom of my heart that today I was a good person. Right. Every day I was a good person. I was kind to people. I was true. So I know that I have no regrets. I lived a good life. Yeah, man. That's beautiful. And I want to treat other people the same, and hopefully I can inspire other people to feel the same kind of way. That's what I was going to say. It's beautiful because if everyone thought that way, I mean, everyone would prosper. You know what I'm saying? In their Definitely. own way, you know? Definitely. And, you know, and 
you're right. Life is super short. I mean, look look at what we're going through right now. It's right. it's crazy, you know, exactly. because I didn't think honestly, as long as we've been alive, you know, over 25 years, you know, damn near 30 years now. Right. Um, as long as we've been alive, I didn't think we'd ever see anything like this. No, you know, no, at, at all. Like, so how are you, you guys, like, enduring COVID-19, you know? And honestly, I didn't want to go on and talk about COVID-19 over and over. But, I mean, I have to ask you guys. You guys are friends. You're right. business owners. So right. I, like, I have to know, like, how are y'all, like, enduring this virus deal? Right. And how is it affecting your business? Uh, honestly, I mean, it's one of those things to where... I feel like, you know, they say essential workers type thing. Right. Um, in a sense, we are nowhere near, I'm not trying to compare it to doctors or nurses or police or anything like that, you know, but at the end of the day, people have to eat. Absolutely. You know? And I Absolutely. just, we just so happen to be lucky enough to choose that profession to yeah. where we are still doing okay. You know, now, yes, it has affected us to an extent, you know, like, some days are better than others, and I'm pretty sure if people could just get out and be free, it'd be a lot better. But we yeah. have been very blessed. You know, we've definitely been blessed in the fact that we still have business, yeah. and we're going to continue to get better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You so, know? have you guys seen, like, a drastic change in, like, traffic or, like, your customers? I'm sure you, you have, like, like your regulars, you know, like, people that just, they're diehard, LaShula yes, fans. Yes, we have those, but <laughs> it's, it's honestly, it really is, and that's why I say I, I'm so thankful to the community that we yeah. live in. You know, a lot of people like to talk bad about this community, but this is my home. This is where I grew up. Yeah. And I love my city. I love everybody here. And I'm internally thankful for everybody that chooses to come to us because we have yet to just have a decline. Yeah. You know, we may stay the same or if not more, but we haven't had a decline. And that's all thanks to the community that supports us. For sure. Yeah. I really believe like we don't have like change on numbers, like sales or profit or whatever. Yeah. But we have some problems like getting the meat or sometimes oh, yeah. they don't the store don't have the like the, the, like the, the outsourcing yeah right. but yeah. we need something that is and we problem. have to have got you do lines like for two hours to get our meat yeah right we need to drive to Boma. i mean hell think about it to, like that kind of problem yeah so you guys are having to really just like think ahead and, and when it Definitely. comes to like your food order you know and like we, bad. We, I gotta pour another drink. Real quick. <laughs> do what you gotta do, man. But uh, like we said, you know, before uh, before we even started the show, uh, you guys were telling me, you know, everything's super fresh, and I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like super fresh. So, uh, you know, with something like this, uh, you're having to think ahead of time, right? You have exactly. to order ahead of time. You have to really scale out your orders. I'm gonna tell you just this, and I'm let him talk. We <laughs> like our meat is super fresh and it's like the special cut we need for the steak right for example so i pay for the steak before this three dollars as an example yeah now i'm paying almost a three oh for a pound right. of meat right so is that because we don't is that because price. of scarcity or just like time or like so how does it honestly work? like think about like when the hurricanes came and you had certain gas stations that would triple their price of a case of water 
Right. A water it's a case of water would normally be shit. three, four dollars and yeah. now they're charging twelve, fifteen dollars. It's inflation. <laughs> right. And you know, and it's not right at all. You're technically it's illegal, you yeah, know. It but, is. <laughs> right. You know, but people get away with it. Yeah. You know, and that's what they've done with us and sometimes it, it, it is it does make it hard. Yeah. You know, like because we're not changing our prices. If all of a sudden I buy steak at this price and all of a sudden it's triple the price and I charge triple the price at my restaurant, right. the people ain't going to like it. Right. And the people ain't going to appreciate it and they're going to be mad at me not knowing that I'm paying triple. So right. now I'm taking a loss right. just to sell it because to you Because it's price. so difficult to translate that to your customer. Yeah, it is a very difficult like, thing. Oh, my meat market uh, present prices. Yeah. I need to increase my taco for 3 to $9. Right, right. It's just so, you know, and that's, a, I feel like that's one thing a lot of people fail to realize, like the translation there. It's so hard to do that. Like you're paying, you guys are paying double, triple, right? Yeah. But you're charging right. the same price, sometimes right. even cutting deals, yeah. you know, right. on meals. Oh, so you can take it on I, a regular I basis. I know, I mean, you guys are I'm good about that. I'm going to this and I get so much with him because <laughs> he do it a lot, but it's him. So somebody coming, because we have like um, daily specials, right? Yeah, yeah Monday, I, I see it every day. Yeah, so <laughs> say we have Monday special, two quesadillas for $15. Yeah. So. Uh, two for it's ten. Friday. Two for ten. It's Friday, and he's like, "Oh, um, I have two quesadillas, and I come into the front counter and I see fifteen dollars or ten dollars. Oh, what you did? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I give I give him the Monday, the special Monday. He has, oh, what you did? That yeah. he do it all the time. Right, and he's probably and just he's just thinking ahead. You know, it's going to bring you know the that happy customer that he gave the discount to. Yeah, it's gonna go out. You know this in marketing. They, he's, they're gonna go out. He or she may go out tell a friend, family member. You know, right. man, I've stopped at this yeah. restaurant. I was yeah. passing through. <laughs> they gave us a sweet right. deal. You know, in yeah. the midst of. And COVID nineteen, yeah. and like you said, it's a thing that it's good for us, right? For the marketing, yeah. But it's good for you, yeah. I'm trying to make it to where we help more than we take, yeah. You know what I mean? I want people to feel when they come in here, they are treated like family, right? Every single body, you know, and yes. Every now and then, to her point, I've had certain friends that I've helped out a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and, I need a beat. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's just one of those things that, like, if I help certain people, it makes me feel good. It's not right. about the money all the time. No. It's Everybody just... thinks about money. And, yes, this world, unfortunately, is ran by money. Yeah. Every single thing is ran by money. Yeah. So many friendships, relationships is all destroyed because of money. Right. No matter how you look at it, you know, I'm glad you said that because no matter how anyone looks at it, that's the brutal, the, the brutally honest truth. That's the brutal honest truth. I mean, like, that, to be completely honest, and don't get me wrong, I don't know every single body and some people yeah. may feel different than me and that's perfectly fine. But I don't know personally that many people that work in the plants yeah. that truly enjoy it. Can you truly tell me that you wake up, go to work, and you, and you, and you <laughs> right. enjoy your job? Well, I, I, now, do you per, enjoy I, the, I, I do personally, but I see where you're getting at with, like, you know, right, plant right, workers. Right. And that's why I say not everybody's the same. And right. I do know that there are some people that really do like it. And I'm yeah. not trying to be offensive to anybody, you know. But at the end of the day, the world revolves around money. Right. 
Absolutely. It does. But at the same time, as a business owner, if you set aside the money and you put the people first and you care about their happiness first, yeah, then you will make it. Because and you will be more successful. Naturally, I feel like everyone, no matter who you are, no matter how you were raised, your upbringing, naturally people want to do good and they want to be a part of something. You right. know what I'm saying? So if you want to naturally be good, you got to teach some, a baby or teach someone how to be bad. It's so easy just to be good. It's effortless. Right. You know, so if you're if everyone has like y'all's mentality, your mentality, you know, the world be a better place, you know? And that's my thing. Don't get me wrong. You can't change not one person can change the whole world. If that was the case, this world would have changed a long, long, long time, time ago. Yeah. You can't change everybody. No. But in my opinion, if every day I wake up, if I can help one person Right change and be a better person right then i've lived my life the way i was supposed right to live. you've done your job you know I've if you can reach job. out and like help someone in arm's reach right that's cool because if that person like sees like the good in you maybe they'll go out and help someone in arm's reach exactly. and it'll just be a be a chain reaction exactly you know and that's how you know, it should work i'll give you an example so when we first met i had her and her kids and we went to walmart yeah so in front of walmart I seen this guy, he was asking for some food. Yeah. He didn't ask for money, he asked for food. Mm. I can appreciate that more. For sure. You know, you don't <laughs> want my money, you want food. You want some food. You, you, you fucking, you ain't got no food. You yeah. hungry, you goddamn it. You, really, I want you some really food. fucking hungry. <laughs> you yeah. know, so what I did is I went to the very back, I got some food. Yeah. She came in with her and her kids. I came up to the kids, I said, hey, kids, look. Y'all go give this man some food. Not me. Y'all go give this man some food. That was tell the right him, thing to do. Tell yeah. him, God bless you. Have a good day. Yeah. That man almost cried outside. Because he had kids that had the heart to come up and give him food. Tell him, God bless you and have a good day. Yeah. And that's my point. So even with that guy, he may not have a job. He may not have money yeah. or food or anything to his name. But that day... He felt a change in his heart. Absolutely, absolutely. And just imagine, like, when he does decide or when he does get on his feet, say the man didn't have any kids, right? He goes and he has some kids, he's going to do the exact same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not. Maybe not. But but that's the intentions. That's what you hope for. Right. And if you don't do those things, you'll never never get it. And that's the problem with a lot of people is a lot of people feel that, well, if I do this... I don't know if they're going to do this. I don't know if they're going to change. Yeah. Well, just because I do that, that don't mean this is going to happen. Well, if you keep thinking like that, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. <laughs> it'll never happen. Yeah. Why not try and see if it'll work versus never trying and it never works? Yeah, or just like, you know, people that, man, it's nowadays, man. Like just pe- people, I've seen videos of people like helping someone but recording the whole thing like on their phone. Like... You know, Bro, the, the first thing they do is, yeah, I decided to go give this man yeah, some new Reeboks. They, they're doing a selfie you know, the whole time, like, showing why? the front camera. That's not genuine. That's not. You that's for followers. That's right. for people. That's, that's not cool. Man, I will tell you this, and this is the only time I will ever speak about this. When I had the restaurant, when we were at the gas station, I can't tell you how many times I helped people. I had somebody that came in, and I ain't even going to speak his name. Yeah. I had somebody that came in on a daily basis. That I knew he had, he was a special needs kid that I went to school with. Yeah. He did not have any money. He did not have a job. And his family, from what I heard, is on drugs and doesn't take care of mm. him. 
this kid came in every day asking for one taco. Oh, man. Every single day without hesitation, as soon as he got there, baby, put some meat on the grill, give him a taco. Yeah. Every single day. And you probably forgot about it. <laughs> I forgot. I don't give a damn. Fuck yeah. the money. It yeah. ain't about the money. It's about helping my people. Yeah. You know? And when I say my people, I mean human beings. I don't mean one race or one kind of religious belief or one kind of political belief. Yeah. I mean people. Yeah. We are all human beings. We should all help each other. Yeah, man, for sure. You know? And with this, you know, I know just with this this whole uh ordeal we're dealing with right now, man, uh, I think it's also making people realize that we have to help each other. You know, we're right. all we have, you know, we're small we're a figment in this universe. Like we're we're very small like we're we're small as hell, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we have to stick together. You know, I'm talking right. every race, every color, every gender. Right. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta look out for each other. As people, we have to. You, you know? know, and as somebody that grew up in Southeast Texas, you yeah. as well. So you know how it felt when we had the hurricanes come, right? Oh man. Okay, so I was stranded in my apartment. I had the whatever they were called, the Cajun Navy, the Army, they were oh, all yeah. coming by, they were trying to check on us, telling us to get the fuck out of the apartment, we gotta get out of here, yeah. uh, they let the levees down, blah, 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 it was bad, Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but guess what happened during those times, everybody helped everybody, Yeah, they didn't give a damn about your yeah. religious beliefs, your political <laughs> beliefs, your nationality, your race, they didn't care. They helped everybody. Everybody helped everybody. Man, now, if everybody would think like that on yeah. a regular basis, man, it, this world would be so much different. It would. It, it's sad that it takes something like a natural disaster for us to come together. It you does. know, like uh, back, we can go back to Harvey, right? So mm-hmm. I remember uh, me and my brother. I was I was staying at his uh, condo at the time. Um, we were watching the news, right? We were okay. We were. It was dry, but we couldn't get out. And we were over in the Willowbrook area, so, like, everything around us was, like, just covered in water. Right. And we were watching the news, and uh, the, the guys, the anchor, or not the anchor, but the interviewer would ask them, like, what made you come out and help people? He said, man, I was sitting at home. I can't just sit at home and watch people suffer. Right. You know, I got to go out and fucking do something. You exactly. know? So, just hearing that gave me chills because it made me realize everybody wants to do good. Right. If you have the capabilities or the reach or the opportunity to do good, you're going to do good. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, it, it, it's, it just sucks because, like, here in America, we have so many internal issues. It's, it's sort of hard to help people because a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. You know, yes. a lot of people are struggling. Means. You know, you no know, firsthand. I've lived the same way. Yeah, I've lived the same way. Me as well. Know. You know, like you know. all of us, man. We're we're all dealing with uh, the same problem. You know, but something like this now, you know, everything's just highlighted. You know, yeah. like where everybody has the same problem right now. You know, right. you know, and that's that's the big thing. You know, is even through this coronavirus, like. So right now, they expect me to open up tomorrow. They want me to open my restaurant and serve 25% of my capacity. Yeah. Bro, I can only serve maybe 20 people at a time. It ain't, for one, it ain't worth it. Yeah. It ain't worth me monitoring and making sure there's only 20 people inside and not more. Yeah. It ain't worth somebody coming in sick and getting somebody else sick. And then they ask you, hey, where all have you been? Oh, I was at Tacos of Sugar. 
Next thing right, you know, they come right, to me. Right. Like, man, fuck that. I, yeah. I ain't the one that got you sick. Well, I remember on the, the phone, like uh, our phone call, you know, I was, you know, excited to just bring up that point of, you know, everything opening back up Friday. But you opened my eyes, you know, when you said, look, bro, I'm not opening Friday. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, at first, so initially I was like, why? You know, why not? You know, in my head. But then you explained it. it makes perfect yeah. sense, you know. Exactly. Let's you wait know, a little bit. Because I'll tell you, I don't even know her personally, but I know y'all added me to the group. And yeah. And you talked about her. And I know she's a good friend of yours. But yeah. your friend, Brooke Bellinger. Yeah. Um, she owns the... Hair salon, you said? Yeah, barbershop. Uh, Spruce. She, she's the owner of Spruce Barbershop and uh, Port Nature's. Right. So, people like that. Yeah. Okay, so she is an essential worker, in my opinion, because look, I mean, damn, look at my hair right now. This is <laughs> fucked up, you know? I gotta oh, be man, I got to be hey, good. I got my Richard Fry going on, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. But, you know, all jokes aside... Those are the people that practice more sanitary and health, what, however you want to word it, you know, yeah. health. Uh, uh, just high, like hygiene, you yes. know, like hygienic tactics. So at the end of the day, those people are practicing those those things yeah. and they're very clean people yeah. and they do a good job, blah, blah, blah. And they can only have what, like we talked about, 10, 15 people at the most inside of their shop. Yeah. What is the big deal about them opening up tomorrow? You want me to have 20 people eating my food at once. Yeah. As soon as five more leave, five more come in, five leave, five more come in. You want me to have this many people in my restaurant. But you can't let five people go get a haircut? Right. Or even the the, the malls and movie theaters. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like a mall? The mall is Bro, opening up tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> the mall is opening up tomorrow. How many people do you think is going to be in that mall? Bro. At least. I, I know it's going to be more, but at least 100 people. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no that's what I'm saying. Way more. Way, way more. But, but yeah, but bare minimum. But bare, bare minimum. I know it's way <laughs> fucking more, but yeah. 100 people. Oh, yeah. And you telling me she can't open her business that's feeding her family to have 10 people, 15 oh, people inside her place? Yeah. That's fucked up. And, you so know. So I don't support that. Not only no. am I not opening tomorrow for my safety and my concerns, but I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm standing up for those people as well. Yeah. Because those people, it's completely unfair for them to not be open, and yet I'm open. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Now, hats off to whoever wants to do it. If they're doing it, I have no complaints. I'm not going to bash you or talk down upon you. If yeah. you're a restaurant and you want to open up, by all means, go ahead. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to downplay you. But at the same time, I'm standing up for all the small businesses that can't do it. Right. And we're going to continue to practice safe practices, continue to do what we've been doing for these past almost two months. Yeah. And once things get better, then we can talk about it. We're but right really, now, we're I'm really not doing it. We're really concerned about yeah. the customers, about the, like... We don't want nobody getting in and get sick. Right. And you guys are con- concerned so about the welfare of the customers. You know, yeah, just the, the health, uh, you know, general health of a, uh, a human being. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, like tomorrow, they said, what, 25%? You can have 25%, 25% capacity? Yeah. Come on, man. It's not, it's not a big deal just keeping to me, like, yeah. the same way and wait two weeks more to me, and see everything is right. all right. Then go ahead. So, they're supposed to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is May 1st, right? Yeah. So May 1st, you can open up 25% for a restaurant. 
After May 15th, if everything is correct and everything doesn't get worse, then you can open up to 50%. 50%, yeah. In my personal opinion, you should have just fucking waited till May 15th to 50% and not even fucking worried about the 25%. That's true, yeah. That makes no damn sense to me. So hypothetically, uh, you thinking about opening up on the 15th or you think... So if everything gets correct on the 15th... Yeah, go ahead. So if everything gets correct on the 15th and things don't get worse... And I can see my other friends that are small business owners, shout out to Brooke Bellinger, that I personally don't know, but I've heard about her through you, and she sounds like a good person. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Arthur, Madison Alanez, all my personal friends, if they can start getting back to their business, yeah. then I'll, I'm for it. Most Because once again, like I told you, we're about the people. Absolutely. I'm about my, my people, my customers. If they're treated unfairly, I'm treated unfairly. Right. And I know to some people that sounds dumb as shit. And I really don't give a damn. I really it, don't. It doesn't, though. I mean, just knowing, you know, just knowing you personally, but just knowing your general, you and your, your, your girl's general code, you know, of your restaurant, it makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it goes a long way. Speaking of uh, Madison, Allen, and Ruben, I'm going to have them on the next episode no of, shit. of Being Bullshit. Oh, yeah. man. That's, that's yeah, my man. people, man. I love them, yeah. man. I grew up with yeah. Madison since kindergarten. Ruben yeah. since I, fuck, I don't even remember when, but young. Yeah, you know, so. That's some great So we were man. supposed to record last Thursday, but I have a fucking lead foot. And I like to drive my little Nissan around town like crazy. <laughs> like, I like to just, yeah. like, I'm talking 150 miles an hour in that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And in uh, and, and route to their, I was, they invited me to their home. You know, mm-hmm. en route to their house, I had a, a fucking blowout. Oh, <laughs> I go to get my tire changed, <laughs> and the other tire needed to be changed as well. But I, did, I was like, you know what, just change the one that needs to be changed. I'll right. get that one done. I get back on the road. The other tire goes flat. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is just bad luck. I was like, yeah, Mad- man, Madison, Ruben, we got to reschedule. You know, I, was like, I feel bad. I was like, you know, we got to reschedule. But, you know, they were super cool about I'm it. I say, you know how they were. They were super cool people. Super very cool, understanding. They, they ain't doing no tripping. Nah, they, they didn't trip. I texted Ruben and uh, I messaged Madison and, you know. Like you said, they were cool, and uh, we'll, we'll get a rescheduling. and we may have to make a party out of it. Right? <laughs> well, know? let me know. We may do something here, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After hours, tacos, the shula party. <laughs> yeah, man. So, it's definitely cool. But, um, no, so I saw you guys, this, uh, the, the the mural on the, the front of the building. Yeah. Um, just tell me about that, man, because, yeah, uh, honestly, the, the artwork's great. Thank you. Know, you. For, Thank for you the so listeners much. that can't see, I'll take a picture of it. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever we post this podcast, you know, I have maybe I'll have that picture. Hell um, yeah! Shit, it's uh, it's actually one of my cousins, man. It's uh, Brittany LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, she's my cousin. She's a professional painter. Shout out Brittany. Um, she does amazing work. Um, yeah, that's she. I don't know really if you've seen, job. but like throughout Orange, we have like those giant oranges. Yeah. And everybody's been painting them and stuff. She's done at least half of them around orange. Oh you know? yeah, like she does cool. a lot of fucking work everywhere. Nah, so I I contacted her, man. She literally came up with this painting. I don't know, maybe within an hour. You man. Know, I told her what I needed, what I wanted, yeah. my vision. Came up with it an hour later. It's like, hey, look, as soon as I get out there, I'll come paint it. What? You gave me a super good deal. Yeah. Got that shit up there, man. It's been awesome, man. We've actually had several people that come and take pictures. Yeah, um, it looks super cool, man. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So I'm actually, um, 
I haven't posted about it yet because I don't know all the details what we're gonna do. Yeah. You know, but so what we're thinking is like, you know, hey, you come take a picture, tag five people, I'll give you five percent off your, ah, your meal. Yeah, you know, yeah. just some shit. You know, I don't know the exact details, so I don't want to just yeah officially but, but, put it no, out there. No, but, but it's that's something. You know. Yeah, that's a good idea because it's definitely one of those paintings. Like you want to take a picture. You know, you. COVID, you have this good food, this good service experience. Right. You get ready to leave, you know, people always, you know, stand outside and talk for a minute, especially when exactly. you're meeting family members and stuff. You want to have a picture. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. Exactly. That, that's, you know? that, that's a good So, look. it's an easy way for you to say, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go take a picture, post it. Let's get five, five, ten yeah. percent, whatever it's going to be off our meal. Yeah. You know, just like we got some shirts. Um, I have to look up the website, but we got a shirts from a local place. Um, do you remember the name of it, baby? No. I think CCR, I think is what they're called. Uh, it's a local shirt company. Yeah, is it? Uh, it's, 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 it's about Body Works. Yeah, it's about Body Works off of MacArthur. Um, so these people, they actually reached out to us, and they said that if we come up with a design, they will actually post it to their website. We don't have to do anything. Yeah. And every shirt that's sold, they will give us basically half the profit. You know, and what? it's an amazing offer for us, but it's also very good for them. It gets yeah. them more exposure as well. Um, so we're actually about to do a thing with that too. Nice. So everybody that comes in and uh, actually wears the shirt. Yeah. Everybody that wears the shirt inside of here, I'm trying to figure out the details once again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. uh, no, it, it's cool. You guys. Yeah, CCR. They're called CCR. They're off of MacArthur, right next to Body Works. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of an incentive for that too. You know, you come for in, sure. I give you a free drink, free dessert, free something. Yeah. You know? And they have and a lot uh, of company with them, and they have two. Yeah, they t-shirts. got a lot of business. Yeah. Um, nice. If anybody's looking them up, just please go to it. Um, it's actually shopccrgraphics.com. Nice. Uh, if you go we there, every bit of the proceeds goes half to the business you're supporting, plus cool. half of their business. Yeah, that's that's you cool. Know? So it's a very good thing. Yeah. You know? And once again, it's something that, yes, it markets us. Yeah. But it's also a way for us to give back. You know, let me give you a free dessert, give you a free drink with your meal, give you something for supporting us. Oh man, yeah. Well, I mean, like I told you guys, you know, before this and even in this. Yeah, man, y'all must have went to school for marketing or something because y'all are, <laughs> y'all are super solid on the marketing, man. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Yeah. Like I told you from the beginning, though, in the end, it comes down to having care for people. Bro. Right. You know, and and I'm not about to be one of the people that gets on the whole politics things, but like I told yeah. you, like, whether it's politics or anything else, if everybody can learn how to just sit down, talk with each other, understand each other this place could be a whole whole lot better a whole lot better and i think things would go a whole lot like smoother Definitely. um you know so just in the midst of uh everything going on you know our buddies our friends that can't open tomorrow people that are opening tomorrow what how do you guys feel or what do you think like we should do i mean you know there's Right now, I feel like the a vaccine would be the only solution. But how do, you, what do you guys think we should do, just as uh, Americans, to like uh, to steer towards a solution or to get closer to normalcy if we ever go back to normal again? You know, uh, honestly, I'm I'm torn. You know, I really, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not no fucking scientist or nothing. I don't health profession. I don't know what's gonna help. You know, yeah. Um, 
I mean, my personal opinion, I feel like if everybody would just live their life normal, we kind of build up an immune system to it and we kind of get mm. over it. Yeah. True. But at the same time, I do understand people that say we need a social distance, we need to wear masks, we yeah. need to cover it. And so I really don't know, you know, I'm kind of torn in between. Yeah, the, the thing that sucks is I, I feel like even if we ever get back to normalcy, it won't be like the norm, the normal, the old normal, right. you know, because people, I, you know, I've, we, we still have to live our lives, right? So I'll go to a convenience store to get gas. The person behind me is literally like, you know, right, like it's not moving back. And right, and it's not because, you know, I'm ugly or I smell bad, <laughs> but it's because like, you right. know, they just don't trust, you know, the gas station down the road. Anything. We were at the gas station the other day. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she, they had like a, a plexiglass type thing in front of it. You yeah. know, most places are right now. Um, so she was looking at it and had a sign and she touched it, you know, touched it. Well, all of a sudden the lady behind us was like, ah, oh my gosh, I can't believe you touched the sign. Why would you touch the sign? <laughs> I look back and I laugh. I said, like, lady, what are you talking about? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Never mind. I was like, man, all right. I say, like, how much is this, man? Let me get out of here. So, so I pay yeah. for my stuff and then I look back at her and she's like, I just can't believe y'all touched it. And then I looked at her and you know what I told her? What? I looked at her. I said, ma'am, God bless you, ma'am. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing, my thing is, it's like, I understand like, um, so I'll tell anybody, I'm not worried about like myself. I'm not worried about getting the virus. I'm not invincible, but I'm not worried about getting it and getting sick and being like, you know, just deathly sick. I'm worried about getting it and giving it to someone else. Very you know true. what I'm saying? And so, that's the big problem. Right. You know, that so you true. have to take into consideration older people and people with uh, very, very, compromised very immune systems. But and like at the same time, like. Some of this shit's just silly. Like whenever I you're in a you're well. you're in a store and you know you got somebody that's just like eh, eh, oh right. God. Yeah, like, that's my thing. Like, I mean, if you're now. so worried to get sick, just don't stay go. The fuck at home. Don't go <laughs> to the store. <laughs> like, right? Stay at home. I mean, maybe <laughs> I already have it and I, I don't have this. Call waiter. And I know you probably know, but should you not? Walmart. <laughs> yeah. You can fucking get online. Order your groceries, and they will deliver that shit to you. Yeah. You don't don't have to go get food. You don't have to go get groceries. Get it delivered. Yeah, in 2020, everything is about computers (laughs) and cell phones. So Amazon, like I'm I'm a big Amazon person, right? Amazon has a two-hour grocery delivery service. You no order, shit. they will deliver your shit in two Amazon? hours. Somebody, Amazon. Somebody told me that shit. I did not know that. Yes, two hours. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, order a steak. Be there in two hours. Yeah. And somebody yeah. told me it was expensive. Somebody told oh, me about God, one bag of shit for $38 or something like that. Yeah, because you, one, you got to have like the Amazon Prime account, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, it's it's literally two hours. Okay. But like I said, though, <laughs> you can go to Walmart. Yeah. I know damn near every single fucking city in America has a Walmart. Oh, yeah. I don't give a damn where it's at. If you're talking Southeast Texas, you, you know, got one in Orange, Britt City. Yeah. Vibe, you know, you know what's Arthur, scary though? Beaumont. Like, um, just traveling like uh, to and from, from Beaumont to Port Arthur, right? Passing Central Mall, I've even stopped and just like went through the parking lot and mm-hmm. like literally it's just like abandoned. Oh, yeah. And I say it's scary because one, because of something like this, but places like Sears prior to this, 
they were closed down, right? So back on Walmart, Walmart got smart and they're doing what Amazon's doing. You know what I'm saying? They have fulfillment centers. And if you notice when you go online, you can order, say, like a car part. Say I burnt up some fucking tires on my car because I like having blowouts. Right. You know, I'll order a tire. Uh, the 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 person that's supplying the tire, it's going to be a different name. It could be like a, a normal Joe, but they send it to a Walmart fulfillment center. Walmart gives you they fulfill the order. You know what I'm saying? Like Amazon, people mm-hmm. don't understand. Amazon's just a big hub, and yes, they have fulfillment centers. But someone like me, you, or you, we can like legit sell a Modelo or a phone or whatever, whatever. on Amazon. And we ship it to the fulfillment center. They fulfill the order. It, it almost, I mean, don't get me wrong, it is different, but it almost reminds me of eBay. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot like eBay. Just like that. Just like eBay. Whatever the fuck you wanted for whatever price you wanted. Right, and eBay's OG. Uh, what? You think about it, man. Damn, <laughs> eBay's been around eBay for since minute. I was in like second grade. Damn, <laughs> eBay's been around for a minute. Amazon has as well, though. Yeah. They've been around for a while, but they just got popular, you know, not too long ago. But right. uh, eBay has always been legit, you know. Shit, Amazon, and you know, Amazon, the owner, Jeff Bezos, <coughs> that's the richest man in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. making a killing. He makes more than fucking Bill Gates. Oh, he's making a killing, bro. He's that is the richest man they, in the world. Uh, supposedly, Amazon itself is is worth a couple trillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's worth a lot. Oh, yeah. If he really wanted to, he could just sell fucking Amazon and he'd just sell the rest of the fucking <laughs> I can, life. He could just... I can't, like... Fuck it, I'm gone. Oh, it's <laughs> just go buy a small planet. <laughs> let me get yeah, me... <laughs> Fucking island. I'll get a planet. <laughs> you want an island? Like, like, I want Pluto, goddammit. <laughs> I just want a planet. Give me a small planet. <laughs> oh, you Poor people buying islands. <laughs> Let me buy this planet and Elon Musk to put me on that planet. All right. <laughs> crazy. That's another one, bro. He's another guy. Yeah, Elon Musk, man. He yeah. Um, he he's super rich, man. The, the Cybertruck. I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen it, but it looks crazy. But I like it. It it, it looks like a um. It looks like a fucking what's that game called? It's like a little block game. Kids love the shit out of uh, Minecraft. Yeah, it I'm looks like a Minecraft vehicle. It looks like a, it's it's like just slanted and weird looking, but I mean it's like a like a apocalyptic no looking shit. vehicle. Yeah, it's kind of cool. God damn. Yeah. So they coming out with new shit every day. Every day, man. This um, uh, you guys are in a good place though because like this just wave of internet mm-hmm. is about to. If it didn't already, it's about to. Officially, even more. right? It's gonna take over, and but you guys know how to work the internet, obviously. You know, <laughs> with your business, you know, you guys are super good. Ad copy, I feel like ad copy is the the top marketing like weapon. If you know how to write copy, you're like you, you got everything. You know what I'm right. saying? You guys are obviously copywriters. Yeah, <laughs> you know what you're doing. We've been doing pretty good. Uh, I mean, like I said, we're always open to growing. We're always open to suggestions, ideas. Yeah. You know, but so far we, like I told you, we've been blessed. You know, we've yeah. been doing good, and it's all thanks to God, really. You know? For sure, we, man. Got to cheers to the man. All right, let me <laughs> take a drink on that one. Shit. <laughs> For sure, man. Cheers to the man. So, future plans? What's up? Like, what? What oh, we got going? Man. <laughs> I don't know if I want to reveal everything, man. <laughs> well, you, know? you don't. You don't have to reveal anything you don't want uh. to. But uh, in terms of expansion, I will tell you, man, we are planning on expanding one day. Yeah, um, I will tell you that we are basically what we're planning on doing here. Yeah. We are going to be the first 
and only people in orange to ever do what we're doing. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, honestly, I really think it's going to be even when we travel and expand. Yeah. Still be the first. Yeah. And honestly, man, like we, we talked about, you know, just off record, like you guys were at the other place, uh, you know, for a good bit. You've only been here for X amount of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you, that alone, y'all have expanded already, you know, but right. I just knowing, you know, just no, knowing y'all's vision together, like I can tell, like, you know, it's just going to just honest. grow like a wildfire. You that know? was the biggest thing that I've been asked. So, in the midst of COVID-19, yeah, why did we move to a fucking restaurant in the middle of it? Right. because it's Yeah, because... <laughs> whoa, yeah, because it's like right... Damn near so like... in the middle of a fucking world epidemic. <laughs> world epidemic. Bitch, you got to stay inside your fucking house. Yeah. You can't go nowhere. You got to wear a mask six feet distance. Yeah. And like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to move to a restaurant. Yeah, what sparked that energy? Like, where... It was, like I told you, and I can't say it enough, it is our people. The people, yeah. I can't thank our customers and people enough, you know. I know people tell me countless times that we have great food, that we have great customer service, and that all means the world to us. Yeah. And without them, we wouldn't be shit. Yeah. You know, so with that amount of support that we had. He felt the need to just give back. We felt, you know what? Fuck a gas station. Yes. Because a lot of people, I honestly do, a lot of people see a gas station. It don't matter if you have fucking, if Red Lobster wasn't Red Lobster. Yeah. And Red Lobster said, you know what, we're going to start a gas station. We're going to serve fucking crabs and lobster. If it's in a gas station, yeah. people have a certain perception about it. Right. Like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's true. That's a good point. You know, so um, we decided to move on and get something better, and we took a leap of faith. Really, you know, we took a chance, and thank God it's, it's worked out so yeah. far. Yeah. And honestly, I think it, uh, the, the approach matters as well. I mean, you know, even though, despite you guys being in a gas station, your approach to just this uh, type of work, you know, just the, the business, like, the approach was big, you know what I'm saying? Like, the marketing was on point, you know what I'm saying? The promotions, the food was obviously great. So, right. like, despite you guys being in a gas station, everything's booming. So, it, it, was, it, it was only right for you to just branch off and do your own thing, you know, outside exactly. of the gas station, you know? And, that's and I can only see it going thing, up from man. here. I'm, so I want people to know, bro, like, at the end of the day, if you know you have a great product, I don't care if it's food, if it's alcohol, if it's fucking makeup, hair, whatever the fuck you want to do. If you yeah. have a great product and the people respond to it accordingly, yeah, man, make the best of it. Make the best of Take it. Take a chance. And do... Try to be something with that. Yeah. You know? And it's not going to be easy. Oh, to be honest, no. and I don't want to say this because he already said that, <laughs> but to be honest, like, life brings us to here. Bring yeah. us to here. Because, okay, we was in the middle of... These things, so we start before this, the COVID-19 start, yeah. we thought about moving to here. So we was getting everything ready and thinking, okay, we can do this. We can start painting. We can start. So the end of the month get on us. Yeah. And, and the you, get per- hit, you get hit. Yeah. With so the person who was like the person who rent us and the gas station, he was like, okay, no more. The month is over, and yeah. he give us a one day to move out. Holy shit! Yeah. So, so we move everything in one day, and we start doing everything with no money safe. I'm gonna be super honest. Yeah. With no money safe in the middle of 
the COVID-19 yeah. with nothing else, our just our grill, yeah. our fryer, and that's it. Wow. But see, right. but see, I love it because, I mean, that's just, that's the epitome of, like, entrepreneurship. You guys took a leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? You, you guys have to. took a chance, you know, and it, it worked out. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out, unfortunately, but, you know, because of your character, your nature, and the way you guys treat other people, it fucking worked out. And that's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> it's beautiful, <laughs> you know? That's my whole thing that I'm trying to get at with this whole episode. Yeah. If you are a good person and you treat people the way you want to be treated, you treat people with the utmost respect. Yeah. Karma's karma's real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you treat people like shit, you ain't gonna have shit. Yeah. You treat people like you want to be treated, they will treat you the same. Absolutely, man. You know, like it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> we, basically, what she was saying. So we had a, a old man. He lived across the street from us when we were at the gas station. This man was probably in his. 95, 96, old man Damn. used to walk over here with cr- with a cane, literally fell in fell the middle of the street. road three different mm. times mm. and broke his elbow just to come eat a fucking taco. Oh, man. So, corona shit happened, right? You can't have nobody eat inside. Yeah. So, this man came in one day. I just seen him fall. Yeah. He came inside. He's out of breath. He's got his cane. He's falling. Oh, I man. said, man, Mr. Clark... Sit down, please. Take a seat. Let me get you a drink. Yeah. I got him a drink. So she's cooking his tacos. We give him his tacos, and we know we ain't supposed to have people in there. Yeah. I get that. 100%. Yeah. This old man sat down to eat his food. When He literally took maybe five minutes. He ate his food. By the time he ate his food, we got a text. Hey, you're not supposed to let anybody eat inside, blah, 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 blah. What? If we get a ticket, it's on you. I said, hey, you know what? That's fine. I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You're the owner of the store. If if we get a ticket, it's on us. We allowed him For to sure. sit down. You know, I, that's fine. I, I get that. Yeah. You know, I have no complaints, no problems. I will take that ticket for that man. Right. I have no problem doing that. Right. The very next text message, he said, hey, tomorrow's the end of the month. Y'all got to be out by tomorrow. I said, Sam, what, what the fuck? Yeah. I've never had a problem with you, an issue with you, no nothing. I understand what's going on, but I just told you that I will pay you the ticket. Yeah. I'm literally about to pay you over $1,000 tomorrow just to be here. Yeah. And you want to give me a one-day notice to kick me out and we ain't never had a problem? Mm. Man, it was some bullshit. It, so, it, you know, it just goes to show God you other that, people's intentions, you know what I'm saying? Right. And also just how cutthroat this fucking world really is, right. you know? Like, and like right. you said earlier, just money. It runs money, the bro. World. Money, it's greed, man. Money, and he's <laughs> trying to tell me, oh well, well, if they're going, they were going to find me a thousand dollars if they found out. I said, Sammy, I would have paid you the thousand. Right, you were willing I to promise, take that risk. I promise you, bro. Like, yes, I don't have an extra thousand dollars to pay for that shit yeah. by any fucking means. No way did I want to pay that. Yeah, but for me to help another human being. Especially at that age, yeah. I will take that risk. That's I will do that because he he was also taking a risk. He's willing to risk his life because he loved the service so much. He loved the you, service. You know what I'm saying? So much, like, he's willing to fucking die for it. Right? You damn right. I'll pay a thousand dollars. Absolutely, because I mean that that alone. You know, think if, about, if no one gets anything out of this episode, that's the perfect example. You know what I'm saying? Of the you know the nature and the character you guys have. 
You right. know, you're willing to literally do so much for people that some people are willing to risk their lives to just to get that. You know, get, get that experience. Get they, that experience. They want to feel like they're at home, and yeah. by all means, I do too. I that's don't care that's awesome, man. It you know, really like, is. And I wasn't gonna say it because she didn't want me to bring it up. You know, but like, <laughs> think about what everybody says—the Chick Fil A thing. Yeah. You know, everybody knows how Chick Fil A is. They're super nice. They're caring. Blah blah blah. Yeah. They're closed on Sundays for God. Why? Why are they the only ones? Right. Why are they the only ones, bro? To, in my opinion, I like Chick Fil A. Don't get me wrong; they oh, got man. good food. But Look like, at their business, bro. Look how much they're prospering, man. <laughs> like that's that, thing. it's like, so prosperous. I know they business. got good food, and yeah. I'm not trying to downplay Chick Fil A by any means. They got yeah. good food, but people want that experience. They want the experience. People want to be treated before like anything. somebody cares about them. Yeah, before anything, they want the experience. Like yeah, you, you don't want nobody. Yesterday we went to. I'm not going to say that I'm the name of the restaurant. <laughs> But the girl was like, yes? Oh, can I have to do this? Yes, what else? And she was like super monotone. Like that, yeah. like, what else? Just there for a paycheck? What else? Yeah. 24-7? Bro, so like... Like nothing, no, no, like no. super... So I finished the order. Yeah. When oh, yeah. I finished the order, I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm sorry, give me one more large fry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right, I'll get it for you. <laughs> and he was like, thank Ooh. you. Thank you. Have a good, great I, night. I and never said, said thank, thank you, you bye. Six times. Yeah. I said thank you six times just yeah. to see if I could get a you're welcome or anything. Huh? <laughs> I didn't get shit. I didn't even get a smile. Yeah. And so that personally makes me feel like, well, fuck, you don't give a damn about me. Why am I going to spend my money with you? Right. You don't give a damn about like just giving me a you're welcome or, you know, a thank you back or, you know, you, uh, you, you don't give a damn about my food either. You know what I'm saying? You can't even respond like in a... a Respond accordingly. You don't give a shit about my food. You know, right. like, I mean, you about to go back there, throw some shit together, you and then don't hand. Care about it? Nah, nah. Because I can almost guarantee every single order that we do yeah. is gonna look the same almost every fucking time. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's food. You can't make every single thing look exactly the perfect detail the same. But the quality of but the food. But you can make it quality the same. Right, it's you can be make there. it look damn near just the same. Yeah. It's and good. we're going to make sure that every single time you come, yeah. it's going to look the same. You're going to be treated the same. You're going to feel like your family when you're here. Yeah, the quality is going to be there for sure. Exactly. And that's my biggest thing, you know. Everybody has to feel like they're appreciated and there's somebody. Yeah. If not, then what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Why am I man. spending my money with you? Well, I mean, you, you said you said a lot that definitely like hit home, man. The experience, bro, and you know, just with uh, with Chick Fil A, it's a perfect example. You know, you go there, no matter what, man. You can annoy the shit out of the person on the speaker, or even at the window. They're gonna always my pleasure, my pleasure. You know, they're gonna they're gonna hit you with the my pleasures and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And you want another bit? Yeah. Definitely take another one. Man, that's a good one. I know I've been drinking liquor, but I guess I can get on some beer. Dude. Yeah, I guess get on some it Modelo, is beer man. and bullshit, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking a lot of bullshit, but... Nah, man, you, you said a lot of... You said a mouthful, bro. You said some meaningful things. I appreciate it. Like I said, man, that's, that's my big thing. At the end of the day, if I can try to help somebody or inspire somebody, that is my whole mission and goal. Oh man, so we definitely have to grab some more Mordello. 
But these guys just poured out some chips and salsa. Oh, goodness. Chips and salsa? <laughs> I ain't man, try that salsa, down. man. That's some good ass salsa. I ain't just saying it because it's my shit, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good shit. Oh, yeah. So, good you ought to try. Well, the case is cold now, I have to heat you up. But next time, come back, man, I got you. You guys are open tomorrow, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, what's tomorrow? Friday? I don't even fucking know. Yeah, what 11, day is. 11 to 7 tomorrow. 11 to 7? Mm hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, I might have to come back. Yeah, man. You get a shit ton of food. <laughs> Oh, I got all kind of fucking little deals going on. All kind of shit, man. I got twenty dollar, couple of twenty dollar deals, forty dollar deal. So, what would you guys say is like your like the busiest day of the week? Busiest day? Honestly, probably tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday. <laughs> probably Friday. Yeah. You know, um, Mondays too. Mondays Monday. are pretty fucking yeah. busy. It's yeah. the beginning of the week. Um, Mondays, Fridays. I say Thursday too. Monday, Thursday, Friday. Tuesday and Wednesday, it depends. Sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not as good. Yeah. But uh typically Monday, Thursday, and Friday. What's the um what's the best seller? Ooh, that's a that, that's a horrible <laughs> one, man. That's yeah. horrible. You know, because of course we're tacos the shoeless, so tacos. Yeah. Um if you go besides the obvious tacos, I would probably say our gringo fries. Mm. Um, so basically we take like homemade fries, we put corn, three different cheeses, your choice of meat, oh, and man. top it with queso. Oh man. And then afterwards I got that topping bar so you can put jalapenos, pico, lettuce, whatever the fuck you want. A little bit of Diablo sauce. Oh man, that death sauce. Death sauce. <laughs> no, death sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Quesadillas. I was going to say, that, that too. So we got the gringo fries, extremely popular. Um, quesadillas are... Fucking extremely popular. I even got yeah. a seafood quesadilla. Oh, so shit. So we put uh, shrimp and crawfish in it. Oh. Special sauce. Shrimp, crawfish, and a special chipotle sauce. Oh, man. That is one of the biggest sellers, too. Um, really, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to, like, what do you call it? Toot my own horn or whatever, <laughs> you know? Like, everything really sells, but those are some of the biggest things. Now we got the, the enchiladas. Yeah. Those have been a huge thing. Oh, These, man. The thing is, yeah, it's like, enchiladas? Bro, but the thing is, is, like everything we do, not only is it homemade, yeah, but it's true Mexican authentic flavors. Yeah, I don't know nothing else. I mean, I'm Mexican, Mexican. <laughs> She's Mexican, Mexican. She ain't no Tex-Mex shit. It's Mexican. It's, I came yeah. to the United States ten years ago. What part of Mexico? Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh, okay, okay. Chihuahua. Chihuahua it's is a uh, border with the United States. We have two borders. Uh, it's El Paso, El Paso and yeah. Presidio, Texas. Okay, so that is, uh, the is, is that like close to is that close to Laredo? I don't even know. No, I don't, we, I don't, I don't no. even know Texas Well, you like know that. what is El Paso? Yeah. Okay, so with that's the end of the state uh, of Chihuahua. So. It's the end of the state. It's El Paso and Ojiganaga is the other border. Yeah. So that's the limits with the state. Mm. Mm -hmm. So basically, hers is closer to El Paso. Okay. Our hometown, you know. But like that's that's what you're saying though. So like all these flavors that we're trying to bring, it's not. I'm not like I told you. I'm not gonna bash anybody else on this. I'm not gonna talk bad about any other restaurants. Um, but we are trying to bring not only homemade flavors, but true Mexican flavors. Yeah. 
You know, I don't want a Tex-Mex place. No, I you want, want that. You want to keep that authenticity. I want you to when you taste my food, it's like going to Mexico. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> these recipes, most of them came from her grandmother back in Mexico. Nice. You know, so like we just came up, we just started doing the Mexican cheesecake. Oh, that shit. Mexican cheesecake is a recipe from her grandmother. Has it been selling pretty good? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Flying off the show, huh? We just started yesterday. Yeah, we just started yesterday. Oh, like, okay. And so we already sold like 10 of it. Damn. Damn. So, so it's, it's brand, brand new. So yeah. yeah. It's brand new. Damn. You know, even the tamales, we got tamales now. Those been selling like motherfucker. Oh, man. Yeah. And then also, um, you guys are in a good spot, you know? Like, uh, I think for, so. You know, for the uh, the listeners that aren't too familiar with uh, my little humble little bold hometown, <laughs> uh, there's you know certain parts of the the home uh, of Orange and Pinehurst is uh, it, it's traffic. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot it of does. There's, there's uh, a lot of traffic right here. You think so as much, but it really does. It gets a lot of traffic, especially I mean, off the street we're off of West Park. Yeah, uh, that's the main street that connects you from Pinehurst. To 16th Street on right. the inside of Orange, right? And a lot of people cross between here. Just Absolutely, because I mean, other. 16th, you can hit uh, 10 and go to Louisiana, or you know, Strickland, you can hit Strickland and go to uh, Beaumont or Port, Port Arthur. Arthur yeah. yeah, it's pretty much the middle road in between Orange. You yeah, know? and that's our big thing. You know, is at first we we were a little nervous yeah. because it's not 16th. Excuse me, damn beer getting to me. <laughs> it's not 16th Street. It's not MacArthur. It's a little. It's a little what you would think is off the beaten path. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a busy road, and with like you said, with our marketing and stuff, people know where the hell to go. Exactly. They know exactly where to go. I mean, and we're in 2020. There's an address. Bro, you get an address. <laughs> Google that shit. You'll yeah. find it in no time. In no time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's cool, man. It's a beautiful thing. Just coming up, uh, and, you know, of, of course, just around here, there's always, like, uh, Mexican restaurants. Most of it Definitely. is Tex-Mex, you know. But uh, just growing up, I can remember, you know, just, like, one in particular, and it was Guadalajara. So, yeah. I mean, now that, you know, one of my oldest friends... Has one, and you know, it means a lot because it'll definitely be my go to spot. Hell yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, like man. I said, that was, yeah. That's what I talked to her about, you know. Is she actually, when she moved from Mexico, she went to Port Arthur. Okay. And if you, which you know, you, you've been to Port Arthur, obviously, yeah. and stuff. And Port Arthur's got a lot of Hispanic community yeah. out there and a lot of Mexican restaurants, you know. But here in Orange, yes, I, we've both been here our whole life. We yeah. have Mexican restaurants. But most of them are Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. When he told me, like, we have a lot of Mexican restaurants, I was like, where? <laughs> where? Because that's not a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. It's more Tex-Mex. It's more Tex-Mex. More Tex-Mex. Yeah. That's yeah. what... It's, it's, it's kind of spoiled. <laughs> take this into consideration. So, Guadalajara is probably one of the better ones, right? Yeah. Uh, Mikasa really isn't bad either. Like I told you, I'm not going to talk bad about nobody. Mikasa's not bad either. Yeah. But one thing I will say is Mikasa will sell you three street tacos with rice and beans. Actually, I think it's with just rice. I don't think it's with beans. Three street tacos with rice for $14. I'll sell you three street tacos with rice and beans for $9. Yeah. Okay. 
And my shit is authentic Mexican. It's fresh every fucking day. We go to the meat market at least every other day, if not every day. Yeah. I don't have no frozen meats. I don't have no microwave. I don't have none of that shit. My shit is fresh as you can possibly yeah, get. Yeah, it's like order straight to the grill. Straight to the grill. I don't have nothing <laughs> sitting there. No, nothing. Yeah. You order it, I put it on the grill. Yeah, that's cool. You may wait five, ten minutes for your food. But it's fresh. But would you, you, gotta, you gotta wait, wait for wouldn't you rather wait for fresh Absolutely. food? Absolutely. I'm definitely waiting for some fresh food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If I go somewhere and you give me my food within two minutes, I'm going to say, well, goddamn, how long has it been sitting there? Well, I'm like, really goddamn, he left. Just a simple thing, like he kept saying, or some people kept like, asking me, like, why you don't sell crunchy tacos? Because crunchy tacos is not a Mexican thing. Right. Definitely no, not. I, I'm gonna need right. the, the street tacos you call is it like That's a Mexican? Taco. Right. I'm gonna need a corn street tortilla with some, uh, some some beef uh, on it with some cilantro and a little onion. I'm good to go. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's our big thing. Is, yeah. Yes, we could easily some do some crunchy tacos. <laughs> and crunchy tacos are very popular. And I yeah. do get that. And I understand that some people really do want crunchy tacos. Yeah. And I'm sorry for anybody that's listening. But we are trying to stay as true to the Mexican heritage as we what's can. A, what's also cool about that, you know, you guys just like uh, conveying that message is you're also teaching a lot of people what authentic Mexican food looks like. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so one, you're giving them this great experience, right? You're serving them this great food. And in the midst of those two things, you're also teaching them. You right. know what I'm saying? What right. authenticity looks like. You know right. what I'm saying? You want to know you feel, what it tastes like and looks like to have authentic food. Right. Like you walk in and you feel by, like... By all means, bro. If I go to a fucking Italian restaurant, yeah. I want you to serve me some of authentic ass Italian Absolutely. Food. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want authentic shit. Yeah, I don't man. want shit that I can go buy in the freezer section. You know, give me some shit that's fucking authentic. Yeah, that's real fucking authentic Italian. Honestly, food. man, from here to uh, just in South, I don't know of many. I don't. I don't know if I know of any authentic Italian restaurants like right? strictly fucking. <laughs> nah, bro. I don't. You I, know I do like Carabas. Carabas yeah, is like cool. Carabas. And then there's uh, fuck. What's the name now, of that? do I know if it's authentic there's another, shit? There's another one. Know, there's another one off ten. It's it's an Italian place. I can't think of the fucking name of it. Yeah. Uh, but. Now we do have one here in Orange just called uh, damn what's Luigi's. that place? Luigi's. 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 They're Luigi's not bad. Is pretty either. good. Luigi's is pretty good. I like They're not them. bad. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. And I watched them like washing all the stuff with the pressure washer all yeah. the time. Like they are so clean and oh yeah. And that well, is well you know uh, just like next people. next to Hispanics like Italians like to feed people. Right. You know? And you then know the kitchen's also made. That's cool. my thing. And to be honest, it's not for me, it's not about food. I mean, obviously it's about food because I have a restaurant. Yeah. But it's most like it's the, the, the American right. people. <laughs> no, the American people have a wrong idea about Hispanic people. And I want to show everybody like how we are. We yeah. coming to United States to work so hard. We coming for a dream. We coming to get a better life for our kids. Yeah. Like that's the important thing. We're not here to take nothing from others. Well, I think We're it's, not here to I think it's just like a certain like portion of Americans that feel that way. Anyone with a brain in their head that's somewhat cultural understands and appreciates like the Hispanic culture. 
You know what I'm saying? Not a, not a lot of Americans, but like for anyone that has logical sense, like they know. Like I mean, I can honestly respect the fuck out of any immigrant because mm-hmm. of the willpower and the drive. But especially, you know, just being a black man, like the closest to me is a Hispanic person. You know what I'm saying? And I can respect the shit out of Hispanic families that come over here and work, you know what I'm saying, do what they need to do. And if you can't like look at that and appreciate that, then something's off. You know, you're listening to somebody or right. something's just off with him. But you don't know how many people is like, oh my God, I never thought about the Hispanics like like you are. Oh, I, oh I'm learning something about you. Be- oh, about, he- about I, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you hear that a lot. Yeah, a yeah. lot. A lot. For and sure. it's just information. We need to know each other. Like, right. Because it's, it's important. And then I just talked to someone about this like just the other day, like just with everything going on right now. We're, we're so misin, uh, misinformed, you know, we just, we have the internet. We can literally go educate ourselves on anything. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's easy. Like, just go and fucking learn that's some the, shit. Like, that's the thing, though. So, with the internet, you can easily learn yeah. good, and you can easily learn yeah. bad. Bad, yeah. We, we choose to people, get distracted by shit. Right. A lot of people like to listen to the first thing they hear yeah. instead of doing research. Yeah. You like to listen to what you just heard and say, oh, well, that's how I feel. Well, I mean, you guys know, just on Facebook alone, people don't even read the fucking no, stories. Yeah. They, they <laughs> share the headline mm-hmm. from, like, 2009. Before you read it. <laughs> Bro. I ain't trying to say nothing. I know this is my fucking restaurant, but that fucking sauce is good as shit right <laughs> I don't know if I'm just drunk it's good sauce yeah it's, it's pretty good it's like a, it's like a liquid steak <laughs> <laughs> I like it no. I think I might put it in my pocket <laughs> what it is though man a lot of people they they see something on the internet or see something that somebody shared on Facebook and they run with it. They think they that's don't even what look into is. it, bro. Before even reading it. Yeah. They see the picture, the headline, they see the headline and they fucking share they say, Oh my god, did you see that blah 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 blah? That shit was from like 2001. Thinking, yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> did you see that it was 10 years ago? Did you even read into it to see what the topic was even about? No, the other day, like, we was talking about the coronavirus and all this stuff. And one of them, well, we was talking about Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah. And somebody was like, 100% of Chick-fil-A has the virus. And I was like, okay. So I go, I went to my house and I read everything up. Bro, it, was not like, it was like four people. Four people. <laughs> was four people. But the thing is, yeah. it was literally four people. Yeah, it got blown out of proportion now, for no yes, reason. If anybody's listening, they want to correct me. I understand it's like 17 or 18 now. I know that but at the positive. Start. Yeah. But at the start, they said 100. It's <laughs> crazy. Over 100 got tested. Yeah. yeah. But only like 17 or 18 in the end actually had it. Yeah. You know, and that's to the point that people take what they first see or first hear and run with it instead of doing research. Yeah, it's very sad. I, I just feel like we're just so mis, misinformed. Like, um, you know, America, like as a whole, we're just so misinformed. And, um, you know, uh, there's there's other places, supposedly other countries, like they've gotten hit with second waves. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And stuff like that like that uh, and i i hope that we don't and we don't have to deal with that which we might i don't know but, it's possible. Um, uh, but i'm 
mountain. Pretty sure of that. Yeah. That's why we don't want. But to like you guys mountain. said earlier, though, like if we could just live, like just go about living normal, like we'll be okay. I mean, if you you want to take precautions and you want to be safe, you, stay. Just stay. You have to because you have many people who really stay eight weeks inside of the houses, so yeah. that people don't have any contact with other people. They really like don't create. How do you say? Yeah. Immune. Yeah. No so problem. if you like tomorrow, okay, they going to the mall, and how many people is there? So yeah, obviously, a lot. it's something. It's gonna happen. Right. So if you stay you eight no weeks inside of your house, don't go out tomorrow. Don't do it, please. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you don't have no immunity to anything, how the fuck do you expect to not catch it? I don't. I don't understand it. Oh man! Imagine the mall tomorrow. Oh, man, Jesus that. Christ! <laughs> Imagine like the capacity of the, like the the mall tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. You know how many women are crying to go and buy something? <laughs> I'm the one. Like yesterday, just yesterday, I was like, I really want something open because I really want to spend three dollars on something and be happy. Yeah, it's really? a woman thing. And maybe. Maybe, I mean, yeah, more so than, than us men, but at the same time, it might just be a human thing. I want to go out and buy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you it know? Make you happy. I don't know why, but when you spend $1 on Dollar Tree, it's like, ah, I have something yeah. on Dollar. It's something. <laughs> For sure. I mean, if you want to, it's like, you want to go out and buy something, it's like uh, instant gratification. You go out and buy something, you get it mm-hmm. right then. You know, we can always shop on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take like a week to get the shit. That's the thing I don't you know? like it. Yeah, I bought <laughs> don't three make me things. happy. Last week I bought three things on Amazon. Come on, I got guys. one one day. I got the other a week later, <laughs> and I still ain't got the other. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, that's, I've been waiting that's every fine. day. Like, where the fuck is my last thing? Where's my package? You know, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know, man. Amazon's scary though. It's one of those. Uh, services like sometimes you can order some shit and that shit you turn around and that shit is at yeah. your door. Yeah, yeah, it's what great. the uh-huh. fuck. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. other times you're like, man, where the fuck is my package? Oh yeah, that shit be in like uh, Pyongyang, uh, yeah. Korea. <laughs> that should be in motherfucking Korea, like a motherfucker. I don't know if you guys saw, but supposedly like uh, Kim Jong was like dying. Or supposedly he was dead. I don't believe he's dead. I don't, I don't believe that shit. He, is. he ain't fucking dead. No way. No, <laughs> no. That should be all over the place. Mm-hmm. He was dead. Everybody fucking know about it. I don't know about all that. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't think it was because of COVID though. Um, he had some surgery done, and um, yeah, supposedly he wasn't like recovering correctly. So yeah, but that's how a lot of people are right now, though. You can have somebody that died from a car crash and say, oh, Corona caused it. Yeah. COVID-19 caused that shit. <laughs> I saw a meme. They had Corona, so that caused the wreck. <laughs> I saw a meme. It was like, skydiver jumps out of an airplane without a parachute. Cause of death, coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So, they've done, done research. Like, don't get me wrong. I do know a lot of people's dying from it. I get that. Yeah. But a lot of the numbers are not correct. It's fabricated, huh? A lot of the numbers are <laughs> I really don't scarce. know. Well, yesterday, today was the first person in my hometown who has the coronavirus. Oh, shit. It's the first, first person. Yeah. Are they, like, self-quarantined? Yeah. Yeah. But this is, like, my hometown is, like, us, Orange City. Oh, really? Small? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Little small town. She really like. So basically, if you go to, I don't know, goddamn, if you go to Houston, <laughs> you go to Houston, you tell a motherfucker you from Orange. I'm like, you from where? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm from Beaumont. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I would, I would have town. to use that line. Like so much when I moved to Houston, mm-hmm. I'm from Orange. Like, where the fuck is Orange? Mm-hmm. Beaumont, like, Beaumont, Beaumont, Texas. I'm like, oh, okay. Or right. Port Arthur. Oh, Port Arthur. Yeah, you could use Port Arthur. They they know right off because right. Orange, know, they music, don't know. music, and uh, everything. Yeah, you know. But Orange, they're like, what? <laughs> right. That's like her. Like, so she's really from a town called Aldama. Yeah, but it's the capital or whatever is Chihuahua. Ah, it's right okay. by Chihuahua. It's like maybe 20, 30 minutes away. But you'd have to use like uh, Chihuahua or like uh, a well, different yeah, place. Yeah, I'm used the state. Right, I'm right. A different state. place. Just Because if I told you I'm from Aldama, you're going to be you like, never yeah, know. Enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, most of us, we fucking don't know it anyway. So. <laughs> Even if I said Chihuahua, it's like, oh, okay. Like the dog? Yeah. Well, like dog. I was telling Chris, like, I've, I've always like wanted to run. Or like I've always been attracted to like um, like bigger cities like Houston, Austin, just bigger cities, you know. But just with craziness like this stuff, I'd rather stay in a smaller. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be in the sticks right now. I'd rather be living in the woods. I don't like big cities. You know, and it makes you want to like go out and like like do shit like farming. I want to go grow my own shit mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want to yeah. have a little bit of cattle, you know? There's a lot of things I want to do now, for real, yeah. Like, well, that's the big thing that I hope people realize. Is at the end of the day, if, God forbid, something happens to this world. Yeah. I'm a fucking... What if the internet shut down right now? Bruh. No, no. So, <laughs> I just had... Damn, man. We're about to go on three hours long. <laughs> I just had this fucking conversation, bro, with one of the hotel guests. Um, okay, so, I mean, we, you know, you guys have kids. Uh, the girl I'm yeah. talking to has kids. Uh, so, nowadays, right? Well, you know, us coming up, you know, when Google was, uh, it became a big thing. We would Google shit, like, whatever we need to Google mm-hmm. to find out shit. I still do that shit. I still do it as well. But kids nowadays, they YouTube the shit because mm-hmm. they don't want to read yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know, I know, like, babies that know how to go to YouTube. Fuck yeah. But can't read shit. My, so, best, friend's <laughs> got, wait, my best friend's got a two-year-old that knows how to decline the phone call so she can keep watching her. Yeah, movie. yeah, maybe <laughs> me too. Oh, oh, I called her and I yeah. said, bro, why didn't you answer the phone? Oh, man, my baby declined the phone yeah. call. <laughs> that little finger, they just yeah, swipe. Yeah, it's crazy. Two years old. It's funny, the little motion, they just go, yeah. The little finger be in the air and shit for like three minutes. <laughs> My mom used to say, like, how you can do everything in the computer? I don't want to touch that thing because I'm going to fuck up and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now the kids, since they born, they are, like, going yeah, into but what's crazy and- though, what's crazy, though, is, like, they can watch the videos, you know, they don't know how to read shit. But the day the internet goes to shit or just power goes to shit, they don't know how to read anything, you know? It's scary. And you that's know? that's a big thing. It's scary, or it even really like like education. Kids aren't in school right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're set back. Parents are exactly. frustrated, so they don't want to teach the kids shit because they're right. frustrated because of work. You know, right. and it, it it's it's scary thing. It, it's super it really scary. Like, or, you know, to your point about the whole, I want to live in the sticks and I want to grow my own food. Hell yeah! That is something that honestly, this world fucking needs. Yeah, bro. 
I want to. We man. need to get back to the way that we used to be, yeah. to that where we have. Never a, it probably won't, but we need to because that was a reliable source. Yeah. That was a guaranteed, no matter what the fuck happens, what if, I have food. What if this place just like, you know, we have like shit like deja vu and everything. This place just like recycles. We have at some point, you know, like say somebody like all these people already went through the shit we're going through, right? And then something happened. That made them fucking lose their cell cellular service, phones, power, and then the kids that were coming up, they had to just start over. So now we're, you know, like say this is me, you, you, you know, we're we died off. These kids don't know how to read. They got to go back to growing their own crops, cattle, shit like that, and it just recycles. Like, what if Honestly? that's what if that's the thing? Or we could just be in like this big I ass think simulation. It would be like that one. You know, like it could just be a big fucking simulation. Who knows? I kind of think like that, and that's why I said, like, I actually, in a weird way, I am both sides. Yeah. I like the technology. I like the things that technology oh, can do for us. Yeah, me too. And it also scares the shit out of me on what it's going to bring. Well, the, I, I tell people this all the time, like, whenever I get in conversations about technology, it's going to help us evolve but it's also going to destroy us. It's going to make us dumb. Look at us right now with this virus. Yeah. Coming from where? Yeah. Of course, they're like the fucking hub for everything. <laughs> they supply everything. <laughs> like literally anything. Look at anything. Anything. Made in fucking China. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but the ones are human who create this. Supposedly. Like, yeah. suppose it was a human who created this virus. So, where else can we create it? Yeah, man. Everything it's, in this hair. Yeah, like it's. It, it's that's it's the scary. crazy part. Have you seen some of them videos? They got fucking robots now that are fucking. I've seen robots Bruh. to where like they'll shoot, they'll shoot a target. Yeah. And then one of the one of the humans will get in front of it. It'll stop shooting. They'll, they'll, and then as soon as they move, it'll start shooting again. They'll come up. They'll knock the the robot down. The robot will get back up, start shooting. Yeah. Well, that's some scary shit. Bro, before before like the COVID shit, I went into um, Taco Bell in front of Park Del Mall. Uh, for the listeners that aren't from Southeast Texas, Park Del Mall is in Beaumont, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I went into uh, the Taco Bell in front of Park Del, right? Mm -hmm. um, when you go in, you can't just go to the fucking counter anymore and order your food. You stop at a kiosk. You order your food and then you wait in line. McDonald's trying to McDonald's do that too. Yeah, and then, in New Mexico, they have like you do you order. That's the start of like go. robots and shit yeah. taking your orders. Like, so eventually, they're gonna make it to where robots are making the making food. the fucking food so on a little no assembly human, line. So ain't no human gonna work. Nah, bro. So because it's cheap ass labor, right? So we right. we are what nothing. We ain't shit. <laughs> nah, man. And that's why I say. At the end of the day, that this whole fucking conversation about fucking robots and technology, <laughs> that's my point. Yeah. Technology is good, but technology is also very bad, in yeah. my personal opinion. And people can think differently, but my opinion, technology can be a very bad thing if we choose to create it. So Yeah, and man, I, I saw a guy, this guy, he was wearing a shirt, right? And it, it was like evolution, like the evolution chart, like mm -hmm. a monkey turned into like a Sasquatch Turn into like a, like a regular human. Right. At the very end of the the whole thing, it was a, ro a robot, robot, robot holding a human by the neck. Not to scare. Right. Because we're gonna fucking create our own. We're gonna right. create the thing that kills us. 
And because as bad we, as I hate to everything it, has to be faster. like this. Think about it. We want faster. We want faster mm-hmm. phones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We want faster, more stronger. You know? You wanna... We want powerful, powerful. You know, stronger, faster. So every, I mean, th- this 5G shit. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I could sound ignorant as shit. But I don't think the 5G shit is carrying any viruses. I just can't. That I I can't fathom that. It, it won't. It won't I'm register. Not, I don't know much about it to really speak on it. Yeah. Supposedly, mm-hmm. 5G has these frequencies that can carry fucking viruses that kill. Like, so it's a it's a frequency wave. Yeah. Um, I mean, the radiation yeah. part makes sense. That makes sense. But I just can't see like the like 5G. Networks like carrying something like COVID nineteen. No, like you know, no. and maybe I'm completely off, but I, I don't right. know. I, I just I, say, I can't see it. I, I can't know much. About I can't see it happening, but I don't either. Um, and like I said, no. Nah. Ooh, that beer is good to me. <laughs> good old Modelo. <laughs> Ooh, we need another one, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. But like, you know, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm in the same boat, bro. I love technology, but. It's going to it's going to hurt us. It is. I truly believe that, and I believe that for a long ass time before all this shit got. To be honest, back when I fucking did MySpace and we had pimp my profile. Well, remember we had to choose a fucking uh, <laughs> we had to choose a profile song and all that shit. Yeah. Man. And like, Bro, remember, even back then, this shit. Remember scary. AIM, like yeah, fuck fucking yeah. dial up, like. Uh, yeah, bro, remember all that shit? You had to wait. The little man had to, like, walk. Yeah. You had to wait, and then, like, the little door would open. <laughs> and then, boom, whenever you signed off. Man, I used to, yeah. He's been I used to get mad. I used to, man, I'm sipping, sipping. This ain't beer and bullshit for nothing. You gotta yo, I, I used to, uh, I used to get mad at, like, certain, like, little cute females out here. da <laughs> I mean, she got off. I'm like, damn! I gotta God wait. Damn it! I gotta wait till tomorrow at 6 p.m. when her parents ain't around the computer right. or using the phone. And she got to dial up again. And I gotta wait 30 minutes for her to get online. That's what I'm saying. Even back then, bro. Like even back then, when you created MySpace profiles, that shit scared me. And yeah. I know I was too young to really fully understand everything. I get that completely. But at the same time, the fact that if I put my information on the pro- on the internet. And I create a profile so you know, as MySpace owner, you know what I like, what music I like, who my friends are, where I'm from. My behavior, what I'm, my what behavior, I'm searching. What I'm doing. Yeah. Then how the fuck do I not expect you to know who the fuck I am? But it's crazy because my parents right. used to tell me, right. like, don't put information on, on the internet. Right. Don't say nothing. Don't but, say... And now on Facebook, you can literally check in where are you. Thing. You do this. You do, but, everybody know you where this. you are. You know, yeah. you know the fucking famous app. Obviously, everybody knows it. TikTok. I, I swear to God, I was just about to talk about it. So, <laughs> so what's, what's more scary about us, you know, back in MySpace days is nowadays, bro, like 10-year-olds, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. so innocent, right? Right. They sign up on TikTok. My fucking stepkids, they're fucking 13 and same, 9. Same, same. They all, they all have fucking shit. TikTok. The, the problem with TikTok, and don't get me wrong, uh, somebody that I look up to so much, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, mm-hmm. he, uh, he cond- like he, he's like a big advocate of uh, TikTok, right? The problem with TikTok is the, the demographic, if you will. It's literally, you can be a fucking four-year-old 
to like a 40-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. And I get that. That's the same with Facebook and Instagram. But there's guidelines on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. And to you're an not you to an extent. You're right. But you're not gonna follow a fucking a five year old on Facebook. Or you're not gonna add them on I'm yeah, not who's to say the five year old ain't gonna follow you? That's true. But the thing with TikTok, I feel like it's it does this, it opens its arms to literally every age. Right, right, right. And that's the problem. Because we're so addicted, something in us as humans, we're addicted to attention and following and followers so you can be a 30 year old and have a million followers on tiktok that are fucking four years old right that it doesn't matter anymore that what age they are what right. matters to everybody else is the amount of followers you have so you, you know, know what it matters it, it's it scary reminds me of like i don't know how your grandparents were yeah my grandparents were the type that like Back then, in that day and age, because my grandparents were very old. Back then, you could be 13, woman, or girl, really, yeah. marrying a 20-year-old man. Yeah. And the parents would allow it. You know, back then, if you could, as a man, you could provide something for that little girl, and you could provide a better life for that little girl, the parents would approve it and let it happen. Right, and that's crazy you said that. Uh, I just finished Waco on Netflix, and supposedly the guy... The, oh, somebody told me it's that good. It's super good. Really? Yeah, really good. But uh, David Koresh, he uh, married a 14-year-old, and here in Texas, as long as the parents allowed it, it was okay. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, on the same page you know, of that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't condone that shit. Right, I don't but, but but especially I with your sixteen year old stepdaughter, you twenty years old come with my stepdaughter, we're gonna have problems. You're gonna get the step. But uh <laughs> that's another subject for another day. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I mean, you know, in your grandparents' defense, like, you know, back then during their days, I mean it was probably more It was more accepted. More accepted, yeah. And that's my thing, is that it almost makes me think that the way that TikTok is and the way that the internet is, is that so back then it was accepted. Yeah. And as time went by, it was unaccepted. It's yeah. like, nah, this ain't right. Which, I'm still in that era. Yeah. I still believe it's not right. But nowadays, it's starting to get back to like, oh, well, it's okay. Age is just a number. Anybody can be with anybody. Yeah. You know, and it, it does. It scares me, you know. And yes, at, in my defense, like, yes, my grandparents were the same way. And I love my grandparents to death. But at the same time... You don't know what the fuck you want at 13, 14 years no, you old. No, nah. you have no fucking idea what life nah, is. You don't even know what you want to eat. Right. The next day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can call my 13 year old stepdaughter right now and say, hey, we're about to come home. What do you want to eat? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Where are you going? Take 15 minutes. Where are you going? <laughs> Shit, wherever you want. Where yeah. do you want? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you want. Yeah. They don't give a damn. They don't know what they want. Yeah. And that's the fucked up part about people's mentality. How are you going to be 20 plus years old and be attracted and want to be with a young girl? Yeah. That means that you don't know what the fuck you want. Yeah. You know, and I feel like we're getting off on a whole nother subject. But what it is, is no, you're really not because like you're just speaking in terms of TikTok, you know, you have 20 year olds, you know, that follow or the 10 year olds follow 20 year olds or vice versa. If I so, ask my little kid, like, what you want to be when you're grown, yeah. you get, like, a YouTuber or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's... So the whole point of being... Like... <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I definitely, like, encourage, like, kids that want to do YouTube, but you have to, like, I, I feel like if a small child wants to do YouTube... 
the parent has to like be motiv- a motivator, then also help but, the person, but, the kid, right, figure right. out what they want to do with the YouTube. I'll be honest, because I've I've seen several of my stepson's videos. All the videos that he watches on a daily basis, the parent he'll watch a kid yeah. on YouTube, but the parents of that kid has money. Yeah, they already have money. Or there's a lot of uh, YouTubers like now the parents and the kids are in the same fucking video. Yeah, that's right. the thing right. now. Yeah. That's the thing now. Yeah. Right. And they make money about that. Well, they make money and they make good money, some of them. Yeah. But they have to have money in the first place. Right, right. A lot of these kids are thinking, oh, well, I'm 13. I'll just be a YouTuber and I'll make a whole lot of money. Make it overnight. Well, what the fuck are you going to fucking YouTube that's going to make people's yeah. attention? That, and that's another thing that's just... Um, it's in us as humans. We're addicted to watching other people live. Mm-hmm. Like reality TV. Think about it. Like MTV went from... Uh, I watched this uh, just history of MTV's show one day. And it, they talked about how they went from just music videos and Yo! MTV raps, all this shit. Uh, Michael Jackson. It started from there. Um, with music, but... Uh, and, you know, rock bands and stuff. But how they went from all this to uh, strictly reality t- television. They right. said they went to strictly re- reality television because it was getting more hits it than was. the actual music itself. It was. Because people are so addicted to watching other people live. By but all the, means, cra- the crazy. crazy thing is, not By everybody all. can be a YouTuber. Not everybody no, can be an no. artist. Not everybody. It's like a. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes, I gotta be. Do what, you, do what you gotta do, brother. But no, you're absolutely right, you know? And. Uh, a lot of people, you know, it's trial and error. Like, you have to try it, bump your head, mm-hmm. you know, figure out that or learn that it's not for you. But, uh, like, I just, me and my brother talked about this as well. Like, the thing with having, like, uh, you know, a small business or, like, even with the YouTuber people, a lot of them sell clothes and stuff, right? Not, like, like you said, not everyone can be a YouTuber. We can't have more fucking YouTubers than viewers, you know, if everybody's a YouTuber, who's the viewer? Right, that's you my can't. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So the the whole market of being the YouTuber is saturated. You know what I'm saying? Or having like a small clothing brand, it's saturated because now everyone has access to the supplier. So they're like, instead of paying all this money for your brand, your clothes, I can go make my own fucking clothes for cheaper. You know? Yeah. And that's the problem. That you know, that's the biggest problem. It's just a uh, just oversaturated. You know. Just the the feel the the market. Yep, everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Everybody wants to be on the internet, but not everybody can be. No. I really believe everybody can take the risk, but yeah. it's not gonna happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I really believe in marketing, and that's my life. And no. yeah. <laughs> well, like I told Chris, man, you guys are like really, really good with the marketing. Your ad copy is like super good. You know what I'm saying online, like. I always read something and it's like super catchy. It's really good, yeah. Thank you. Well, he create. Well, my thing is my English. When I I told you it's not good, but I, it's pretty good though. Really? Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> the other day, some customers coming in. One of my workers was making like a joke about my accent, and he was like, "Don't worry, you have a good accent. Take it like a like a good thing." Right. I really get so embarrassed about my accent. No, you shouldn't know because, I mean, everyone has an accent, you know, but the, just the uh, comprehension or, like, the translation, 
it's there, you know. So like, whenever you talk to someone, they understand you. They don't understand you just because they don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. But you speaking, it's clear, you know what I'm saying, and they, it's easy to understand. The other, the other day, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, we was talking about that because when I start learning, like if I said, like y'all said, uh, I'm gonna talk to um, and I come back, and I was like, why you say talk to um, and I talk to him. Right. And he was like, no, because we caught everything. And I was like, but that's not the right way. And he was like, just say it like, you you know, and right. it's, it's right. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the conversation's about out of this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we do translate everything. <laughs> we everything. No, we're just talking about YouTube and uh, just like an oversaturation of... Um, don't get me wrong, I'm all for like entrepreneurs and stuff, but you can't have like more suppliers than actual buyers. You know, that's what we're talking about. When it comes to YouTube, selling merch, things like that, everyone wants to do that, right? But we can't all be doing that and there's literally like no like fan base. Yeah. You know? Right. It's all because I mean, honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I love the internet, but the internet has fucked up everything. Yeah. It's fucked everything. Everything's fucked up. Think about it. We have the access to literally anything. Now, um, I told you guys I got into Facebook marketing, right? But with that, I got into another thing called drop shipping. Uh, in a nutshell, all drop shipping is is uh, you have this hub, this website, a China web, Chinese website. It's called AliExpress or Alibaba. You get shit at a wholesale price for super cheap. But when I say wholesale, you don't have to buy it in bulk. I can buy one phone case for fucking two cents. Um, you make a website. You you um, you make a website. You take the pictures from AliExpress of that phone case. You put those pictures on the website. You promote your website. People start buying from your website. So I charge ten dollars for the phone case. They pay me ten dollars. I take the two dollars or two cents, whatever I'm about to pay AliExpress for, out of their ten dollars, and then I order the phone case. And when I order the phone case, instead of putting my address, I put their address. Right. It goes from AliExpress to them. Right. This is all regulated. You're it's just it's all man. legal just as well. And yeah, middleman is shit. But that markup, the margins are right. stupid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm getting at is just that access, me having the <laughs> access to AliExpress or Alibaba or whatever it is, everyone's learning now that they have the access. So instead of right. them buying the phone case from me now, they're going straight to AliExpress. Like right. you know, like the the girl with the t-shirts, we doing the thingy. Okay, when she coming and talk to him, like, talk to him to about this, I yeah. was like, oh my god, that's genius! Like that's a good idea. I don't have to do nothing. They have the web page. Yeah. They, the people go into the web page. They buy my t-shirt and I get paid, and, and I don't have to do nothing. And honestly, it is a super like lucrative thing for you guys, but also it's a super genuine, uh, genuine, super genius thing to do because like you guys get half, they get half. And they're upfront about that. And we promote them. Right. And we, like, the, the businesses promote them, and the, the people that support all the businesses at the same time yeah. in one page. That's, that's, that's super smart. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. super smart. Super nice. 
But yeah, man, if you guys have any uh, like last words, like if you want to throw out your handle, you can definitely do that. Like let, tell people how to uh, look you guys up, follow you, um, whatever social media apps you have. Um, just let them know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, right now I don't have like Instagram or Snapchat or nothing. Uh, we're primarily on Facebook. Uh, you can look us up on Tacos La Shula. Um, we have at least over 2,000 followers, uh, 2,000 likes, I have over 100 five-star recommendations. Um, by all means, y'all can go t look us up, um, just make sure everything's good before you want to try us out. <laughs> I promise you, everything that you get from us, we will put 100% love and care into it. Uh, we'll treat you just like family, like we talked at the beginning of this episode. Uh, if not, we also have our phone number, 409-216, I believe. Uh, we just got a new phone number, so I don't remember the phone number completely, you know, but uh, we have our phone number. Our address is actually 3535 West Park Avenue, Orange, Texas, 77630. Uh, that phone number was 409-216-7465. Uh, like I said from the beginning, we are authentic Mexican food. Uh, if you want a true taste of Mexican food, this is the place to go. Uh, we will treat you just like family, get everything right correctly, uh, and I promise you, you will enjoy. Uh, if you have any questions, you can actually message me personally. My name is Chris Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. Uh, I'm more than happy to answer any questions you'll have or any comments. I just want to say thank you for having us, and I really hope this is your thing and you'll be super successful. Yeah. Thank you. Brother, thank actually, you. I want to thank you too, man. I appreciate you having us on here and I hope nothing but the best for you, man. Yeah, and you I appreciate I, I appreciate you guys like having me just period. You know, you showing me the tour. You know, you guys just opening up the restaurant. I know it's after hours. I was super fucking late. <laughs> so I, I appreciate you guys just having me, you know, and um, you know, we'll just move forward from here. Hopefully we can get over this um uh, pandemic. That's going on right now. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Hopefully we can get over it and uh, everybody just go go back to normal. But um, Well, like we said in the beginning, you know, as, as everybody can actually stick together, support one another, we'll get through this. Everything will be fine. We definitely will. And, I mean, you guys you guys have the message. You guys are the message, you know. Um, treat people well. Do, do right by others and just be kind. To, to one another so you know everybody be kind yes sir yes sir <laughs> take care of each other yes sir until next time <laughs>